Welcome. You are listening to the Be A Better Being podcast hosted by Michelle Zellner and Sasha Bershide. Michelle and Sasha are here to give you information and inspiration to help you live your healthiest, happiest lives. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Greetings and thank you for listening to the Be A Better Being podcast. I am Michelle Zellner, your host, and you will see that I am solo today. My dear gal, Sasha, is off being very busy doing really amazing things, which we will get to hear all about at some point. But I thought I would take this opportunity to just dive into a couple of topics that people ask me questions about all the time. So we're going to just kick this off by calling it nutrition in a nutshell. If you've listened to any part of my story, you know that nutrition has been a really difficult thing for me growing up as a gymnast, learning a whole bunch of things that were wrong because of what we were taught, how we should eat, what we shouldn't eat. And then that just kind of setting me up for a really difficult struggle, figuring out how to nourish my body properly and give myself those outcomes I wanted. I have figured it out. And these are the things that I want to share with people. We will eventually have other people on to talk about some of these things, but I want to knock out some critical content to just give you a little taste of the things that really helped me in my own journey. So number one, how do you fuel your busy body? I think it's incredibly helpful to eat real food. What does that mean? That means if in theory, you can go outside and find it, growing on a tree, growing in the ground, swimming in the water or roaming in the pasture, it's real which means it's going to give your body resources that your body's going to use to develop a whole bunch of chemicals that are literally ruling your life. That's it. So I know we can look at food as calories. We can look at food as energy. We can call foods good foods and bad foods. I think all of those labels are to some degree helpful, but also maybe they're either an incomplete evaluation of what food is or it is something that sets itself for maybe not having the healthiest relationship with food. I decided to start looking at food in a completely different way. The foods that I eat literally give my body things that it is going to use to either function correctly, or it's going to give my body things that my body's going to have to work hard to get rid of. So food is either medicine or poison. That's the reality. The reality also is our poison tastes delicious, and it's everywhere. It's convenient. It's entertaining. It's how we connect to our culture. It's how we celebrate with friends. So I decided I needed to figure out how to make choices more often than not that were going to be suitable as a sustainable lifestyle practice and still give me outcomes that I enjoyed. So more often than not, I'm going to eat medicine. I certainly enjoy my poison and my version of poison would be some kind of sweet treat, whether it comes in the form of a cookie, a brownie, cake, ice cream, chocolate. Yes, I love them all. And I actually still eat them. And when I eat them, I don't feel badly about them. And that is a very different relationship than I used to have. Because when I grew up, you felt bad. You were maybe taught that these are bad foods and you shouldn't eat them. And if you eat them, then there should be some shame along with that. And except that that tasted really good. So why do I feel bad about something that tasted really good? 
it really sets us up for a very difficult relationship with food. So I literally just started looking at foods in a very different way. Some foods nourish me physically, give my body those resources necessary to reduce my risk for disease, to give me energy, maybe to make my pants feel the way I like them to feel. They physically make me feel good. Other foods nourish me emotionally in some way. So we think about that relationship with food. And I recognize that it's the cumulative effect of the choices that I make that's going to dictate my outcome. Getting out of all or nothing mindset, getting out of, I can't eat this and I have to eat that. And rather, I'm choosing to not eat this and I am choosing to eat that instead. That gives me ownership of my choices. That gives me my own level of personal responsibility so that I understand that if I am eating something that is not going to help me achieve maybe some personal goals, physical goals, I understand that that's a consequence that I have to decide if it's worth it. So here's one little nugget that might help you if you find yourself dealing with some of these conflicts going on internally in your dialogue, and that is weight, W-A-I-T-E. So anytime you're about to eat something, you are just going to pause, and i.e. wait, and you're going to ask yourself, why am I tempted to eat? And then you're going to answer the question. I'm tempted to eat because I'm bored, I'm angry, I'm stressed, I deserve it, because my good friend Sasha made it for me and it's delicious, and this is such an act of kindness and generosity and show of love, and I really want to eat that. It looks yummy. Maybe it's because I'm starving. Whatever the answer, you want to actually put a label on it. And then you decide if it's worth it. Sometimes it's worth it because that's just the reality of life, right? But recognize it can't always be worth it and maybe still have that outcome that I'm looking for as well. I know in my own experience, I would often make a choice in the moment, a choice on impulse, I would go in with a really good intention. I'm going to be good. I'm going to not eat this. And then I would eat it. And then I would feel bad. And then I would feel ashamed and I would feel guilty. And then I would think, well, gee, I might as well just eat more because why not? A, it'll make me feel better now. And I've already blown it. So might as well go all the way. And then that sets off a whole other spiral. So getting out of this all or nothing mindset might be really critical to help you establish a healthier relationship with food. Recognizing that it is the cumulative effect of everything that we do. Rarely is there one food you're going to eat or one meal or one day or one weekend or one vacation that is going to dictate your outcome in the long run. But how often this choice, this meal, this day, this vacation occurs, well, that is going to probably have a big impact on that outcome. So we just want to be very thoughtful, very mindful of these decisions that we're making, keeping that long-term goal in mind. Of course, you have to have your why, your personally meaningful reason for why you're going to make those hard choices. I know, I know why I make them now, because I went for many years making an easy choice, and it was fun to some degree. And then it became no longer fun because the outcome was not worth it. And once I did a lot of the hard work to reverse the course and to get myself out of that place that I didn't want to be in anymore, I decided I really don't want to go back there. So I am going to consider my choices thoughtfully, and I'm going to make every effort to make the healthy choice more often than not. 
but they are actually choices that I also enjoy. That's the thing, right? We want to find food that we like so that we eat them. I don't want you to eat food that you don't like. I want you to eat food that you'll like because then you'll, you'll eat it as a lifestyle. So to get going on this, you might want to start by making that list of high quality, whole nourishing foods, real foods that you like, that your body also likes. And then we want to come up with some PFF combos. So if you've listened to me before, you know the mantra, PFF is your BFF. Protein, fat, fiber is your best friend forever. What that means is every time I eat, there should be protein, fat, and fiber. Those three things take a long time for the body to break down, which means it's going to provide my body a nice, slow, steady release of fuel. Protein, fat, and fiber also is going to allow you to absorb the nutrition that you're putting in your body. We have fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, K. I need to eat food that has fat when I eat food that has those vitamins or I won't absorb those vitamins. So I'm going to take you back to my day. Back when I grew up and I was taught that fat is the devil. If you eat fat, you'll get fat. You'll have a heart attack and then you'll die. Well, by this time, I was already fat. I had gained a lot of weight after I quit gymnastics and just decided to eat whatever I wanted. And I certainly didn't want to get fatter. So, well, I better not eat fat. So now I'm going to go down the diet road. I'm going to work really hard to make good choices. So let's say I decide to have carrots as a snack. I'm going to have carrots as a snack because that's a better choice than chips. And I'm going to be really good and not have any fat with these carrots because if I have fat, then I'll get fat. I don't want that. Except that it doesn't really work that way. When you eat a carbohydrate all by itself, which is what carrots are, your blood sugar will spike and then it will crash and then you'll want to eat sugar. And that is what happened. And then I feel bad and I eat sugar and then I feel bad that I eat sugar and then I eat more sugar, starting that whole spiral all over again. In addition, however, there is beta carotene in those carrots, which is a version of vitamin A. So here I am thinking I'm making a really good choice, eating carrots instead of chips, not eating any fat with it. But because I don't have any fat with this food that has vitamin A, I'm not even getting the benefit of the good choice that I'm making. So PFF is your BFF. I promise you this is life-changing. I wouldn't have trademarked the phrase and written a book about it if I did not fully believe this. Hundreds of people, maybe at this point, thousands of people have wrapped their head around PFF, embraced it as their BFF. They feel the benefit. I promise you, you just have to trust me. You have to do it. I can almost guarantee you're going to feel a benefit from it. So once you make that list of high quality, whole nourishing foods that you like, you learn what foods give me protein, what foods give me fat, what foods give me fiber, and you come up with your PFF combos that are conducive to your lifestyle. You want to make this list as big and robust as possible. I can't tell you how many people over the years have resisted making the list. Oh, Michelle, I like everything. Great. Your list is going to be huge. Oh, I don't need a list. I like everything. You need to make the list. I promise you. You can't think of all the foods that you like at the moment you want to eat it. That is what making the list is for. It is also going to highlight for you that, wow, I actually like these foods and I haven't been eating them. Or maybe there are some foods that aren't on my list 
but they're not on my list, not because I don't like them, but because I've never had them before. Or maybe I have had them, but I didn't like the way they were prepared. And so I decided I don't like it. But perhaps if it's prepared a different way, maybe there is a way I like it. So it is just a nice way to create awareness and then to make sure that you're getting variety as well, because we tend to eat the same foods and we have to get variety. So if you like nuts, you list every single type of nut that you like, because every nut has different nutrition from every other nut. If you like meat, list every kind of meat that you like. If you like lettuce, list every kind of lettuce that you like. Maybe you only like spinach scrambled through your eggs. Great, spinach goes on your list, even if there's only one way that you like it. So it really is helpful to just put it all out there, be creative, think through it, recognize that your list is probably gonna expand, which is great, because the bigger your list, the more variety you're gonna give your body, the more variety you're gonna give your taste buds, the more likely it is you are going to really continue to do this as a lifestyle. And then you come up with those PFF combos and then you have to do the real work. And the real work comes in the form of the four Ps, plan, purchase, prep, pack. So the planning, you've already done it. It's the list and the list of your PFF combos. That's the planning. That is your go-to grocery list. Those foods should be in your house pretty much all the time because you like them and they're good for you and they're going to help you achieve your goals. And so we should be eating these pretty consistently and we should have them available for us to eat pretty consistently. You have to purchase the food. So whatever that looks like, however that happens, you somehow have to get the food in front of you. Depending on how it shows up in front of you, there might be some degree of prepping, whether it means you wash and chop all your produce and you have it ready to go, or you boil up a dozen eggs and have them ready for snacks or to put on your salad, or you want to roast all your vegetables ahead of time and then you just have to have some protein with it because you've roasted your vegetables in avocado oil. So you have your fiber in your vegetables, your fat in your oil, you just need to eat some protein and there's a super easy PFF combo. Maybe you want to cook in batch. You want to make a big batch of things so that you have it ready to go throughout the week. Whatever prepping looks like for you, you have to do it. I have yet to meet somebody who is really great at making a PFF combo on the fly because number one, we don't think that quickly. Number two, by the time we are ready to eat, or maybe we discovered that we haven't eaten and we need to eat, your blood sugar has probably dropped, which means your brain doesn't even have the capacity to make a good choice. It just wants something quickly to get the glucose back up, which means I'm not going to be thoughtful about PFF. I'm just going to grab something that's simple that elevates my blood sugar. That might be a healthy choice like a piece of fruit, except that that is a carbohydrate all by itself. It's not going to sustain you. So you come up with these PFF combos, you do the prep work so it's ready to go, and then you pack it. If you're actually leaving the house, you want to pack enough PFF combos so that you can nourish your body consistently every two to four hours until you're back in front of food to put it in your body again. 
For most people, that is a lot more food than you think. So when you recognize that you have to nourish your body consistently through the day, most of your fuel early and often, and much, much, much less of it as you get closer to bedtime, you will start to realize that that's a lot of food. That's okay. You are a busy human. You need a lot of fuel and you want to fuel your body properly so you can sustain your needs and help achieve your goals. Even if you're not leaving the house, I still encourage you to pack. And that simply means you assemble your PFF combos so that when it is time to nourish yourself, it is right there, ready to go. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do a lot of work. You can grab and go. You've done a lot of that already on the front end. So yes, this takes time and effort and energy. And you might think, oh boy, but that's so much work. It is. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to be a healthy human. That's the reality. So if you want a certain outcome, you have to be willing to put the time, effort, and energy into creating that outcome. That's why this is a lifestyle. That's why you're going to want to embrace this as a lifestyle habit, not something that you do every now and then or something that you do when conditions are perfect and ideal. In fact, when I work with people one-on-one and we, we're starting to navigate this journey, typically when they've had a good week, the, the reason they did was because they did the planning and the prepping and the packing. And when they didn't have a good week, it's because they didn't take the time to do that work on the front end. So I promise you, if you take the time on the front end, it will save you time, money, energy, stress, and poor choices on the back end. So that's my nutrition in a nutshell. I wanted just to give you the quick and dirty. We'll go into a lot of those details in other episodes, but if you're just getting started on this path and you need some solid takeaways, I'm going to just leave you with that. Make that list of high quality, whole nourishing foods that you like. Teach yourself, where's my protein? Where's my fat? Where's my fiber? Do the work, come up with those combos, plan, purchase, prep, and pack them. And then double check your mindset. Just wait, ask yourself, why am I tempted to eat? Put a real answer to it and then determine if it's worth it. If it's worth it, do it, love it, enjoy it, embrace it. Do not feel bad about it but recognize that it can't always be worth it and still have an outcome that is also going to be pleasing. You put all of those little pieces of the puzzle in place, I'm willing to guarantee, yeah, I am, I'm going to guarantee, you are going to experience a benefit. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know. Once you embrace PFF as your BFF, once you start waiting, how is it different? What's your attitude about food like? How are you feeling? How are you finding this process to have some benefits in your life? Let me know. That is it for now. Thank you again for listening to the Be A Better Being podcast. You know what to do. You are going to go and be a better being. Thank you for listening to the Be A Better Being podcast. Michelle and Sasha hope that what you heard today inspires you to embrace this journey of life with an open mind, a kind heart, and a willingness to learn and evolve. If you enjoyed the content, please help spread their message by subscribing, sharing, and leaving a five-star review. If you have a show topic idea or would like to be a guest, please visit betterbeings.net and fill out a contact form. Until next time, go and be a better being.